You're listening to a message from Christian Life Ministries in Coventry, a dynamic, growing church in the heart of the nation. We pray that God will speak to you through this word and impact your life for His glory. Thank you so much, Martin, Esther. Thank you so much, CLM family. It's so great to be with you here in Coventry. I get to preach with some people in the room as well, which is also very exciting. So a massive welcome. And um, as Martin has said, I've known Martin and Esther for for many years now. And um, in the chat and in the room, would you, uh, they probably won't like this, but it's my duty. They are such incredible leaders. And for my wife, Naomi and myself, had been such a great example. Would you show them some love? Would you encourage your pastors? You've got great leaders. And we should honor them in the chat. I can see I can see <laughs> that we're going to do that today. So a massive privilege, it's such a massive privilege to be here. And I send my greetings from Heart Church, Pastor Malcolm and Lynette. They send their greetings to you all. We're cheering you on and it's exciting. And uh, we actually started off 2021 with three days of prayer and fasting. But no, not CLM. CLM, 21 days of prayer and fasting. So I feel like the spiritual level um, in your homes and in your community is already up there. And so I'm just thrilled to be here. Hey, we're going to go straight to the Word of God. Um, do we love the Word of God? We love the Word of God. Point in the chat. You can use the Bible emoji if you know how to get that. Put that in there. But we're going to be looking at Isaiah 54. Isaiah chapter 54, verses 1 to 6. Isaiah 54, if you want to follow along in your Bible, you can do. People have got their devices, they're following along here in the room. You may be doing that at home as well. Isaiah 54, verse 1 to 6. says this, Sing, barren woman, you who never bore a child, burst into song, shout for joy. In the message translation, it says, fill the air with singing. For you who were never in labor, because more are the children of the desolate woman than of her who has a husband, says the Lord. So much going on in this passage that I haven't got time to unpack, but incredible promises. It says this, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. Do not be afraid. You will not be put to shame. Martin and Esther, do not be afraid, for you will not be put to shame. CLM, do not be afraid, for you will not be put to shame. Do not fear disgrace, because you're not going to be humiliated. You will forget the shame of your youth and remember no more the reproach of your widowhood. For the maker is your husband. The Lord Almighty is his name. The Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. He is called the God of all the earth. I feel like I could just leave right now because that is so much good goodness coming from the Bible for us today. These are incredible verses, church, that I believe that God is wanting to speak into you today. These promises are for you that you are going to spread out to the right and to the left, that you're going to expand, that you're going to dispossess, you're going to settle, and you're going to be free from shame and to enlarge. And 
I've got to be honest, church, as you're watching this in your living room, for those of you here today, um, there's a little bit of me that was like, Lord, this seems a bit full on. You know, it's like you put this message in my heart about expansion and strengthening and enlarging and, 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 and this movement. And people are in a lockdown, God. This is a tough situation. This is hard. People are going for a hard time. And I almost felt like just uh, my, my heart is so, so genuinely aware of all the sensitivities, all of the fragility of life this, at this moment. This is not just something I say. I feel it. If you're going through that time, I, I, I feel the, the, the turmoil of what this global pandemic is producing. And yet still, I felt God coming to speak to us, church, about what he wants to do through your community. And I was encouraged. I went to listen back to your Vision Sunday from Pastor Dominic talking about the hour of shift is among us, about a kingly anointing. A kingship anointing. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds awesome. <laughs> because God's got something powerful, and he's talked about this. The hour of shift requires you to align. This is what God is wanting to speak into this community. He's saying, no, I want to do something even in this season through this church, and something needs to shift and align. Pastor Martin, a couple of weeks ago, talking about kingdom come, talked about the key to agenda is alignment. So again, that it's not just about, oh, the kingdom of God is going to come. The kingdom of God is going to come. But no, we've got to do something. We've got to change. And then, and Pastor Esther, last week, she didn't let the foot off the gas. She's done like, enlarge your territory <laughs> from the prayer of Jabez. Why? Because God is saying to this church, hey, church, I need you to move. I need you to be a forerunner. In every move of God, there's always someone saying, prepare the way of the Lord. And that's interesting that's one of the songs we actually sang today about preparing the way of the Lord. And I believe this church is called to do that because God is wanting to do something. And we read here about enlarging, about strengthening, about not holding back, about expansion. But I want to focus on the first thing that God says to the people of Israel and he says to us today, which is sing. Sing. Sing, barren woman, you who never bore a child, burst into a song. I've come for your song this morning, church. I've come for your song this morning. I, I want put to put to you that the singing aspects of these verses are just as important as the stretching aspects of these verses. That God is calling you, yes, to see the kingdom come and, and to do and to believe and to pray as we have been doing, but just as important as lengthening our cause as it's so important that we fill the air with singing in our homes. Not right here, because we're not allowed, which I'll come on to, but to sing. Because this is what I want to say to you. Songs represent hope. They represent joy. It speaks to our focus on Jesus, our Savior. It speaks of our heart's affection. You can see the, just some context briefly about the book of Isaiah. The first half is kind of like, Almost written like, hey, Israel, God's people, obey God, trust God, love God. If you don't, there will be consequences. You, there, will be, there will be a punishment for your disobedience. You will be, if you try and make alliances with these political leaders and not your God, there will be consequences. And then the second half, we see those consequences in full that the people of Israel are in exile. And yet in the second half, God speaks to them in this place of exile, in this place of shame, in this place of disobedience, in this place of despair, and he says, I've still got a promise for you. 
I've still got grace for you. Who's thankful? Put it in the chat that God is a God of grace. God had already prepared in advance the grace that was needed for those people, and he's, and he's, and he's done that for us. So I want us to get why singing was important as doing, because God was saying to the people of Israel through his prophet Isaiah, no, no, you need to get your hope and expectation. I know you're in exile. I know you're in lockdown. I know things are hard right now, but God is after your hope. And maybe some of you today can relate and, the, and, the, and you're in a place. I really felt what Esther said was so important for people in this room, people who are watching right now, that for you, Man, there's just a darkness, there's a frustration, there's just pain. And I've come today, and it's almost like the last message you think you need is me talking about singing and hope. And you feel like, oh, I don't want that. Hey, listen, this is the context in which we're called to sing. It wasn't on the other side. It wasn't when the breakthrough had come. It was before that. It was in exile. It was in a lockdown. It was in restricted place. It was before the promise had come for, to be fulfilled, and yet we are still called to sing from that place. The command is to, is to sing. Why? Because he's already dealt with our shame and our pain and our regret. Let's not forget, he already knows how this, he already knows how this all works out. And firstly, just to tee this up, to say this, singing to God is a spiritual act. Or to put it another way, singing is super spiritual. <laughs> it's a super spiritual act. I think we can forget it in just our, in, in, the, in, in what we do as church. But I, I love this. While I was studying around the subject around singing, there were over 400 references to singing and 50 direct commands to sing. And I'm going to go through each one of them lying by... No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. But Colossians 3 verse 16 says this, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another. What a great word, admonishing. We need to bring that back in 2021. Admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. What is Paul saying to the church here? He's saying, hey, listen, get the word of God into you. Let's encourage one another. But just as important as those things are, it's just as important and spiritual and important to sing praises to God. When I read, read sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, you know, as a preacher, I got excited. It's like, oh, what's the difference between hymns and, and psalms and, and spiritual songs? And it's like, there's going to be some deep revelation waiting for me on the other side of this Bible study. And what I realized is that there were just different types of songs. <laughs> it's just different types of singing. It's just different references. Psalms can relate to the Bible and, and psalms that we see in the Bible. Hymns are just praise to God, spiritual songs. Who knows what it means? No one really knows. It just means songs that glorify God. I think he was trying to, you know, distinguish, Paul was trying to distinguish between praising God and just singing Drake songs. I don't know. He was trying to say, listen, this is really key. And I want to say to his church that this act of singing is so important. Ephesians 5 verse 18 says, don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourself, amazing, making music to the Lord in your hearts. So again, this is a theme of Paul's, the, the act of singing, the act of activating our, our praise to God is a spiritual act. And this isn't about how good your voice is. The singers today were amazing. 
This is about your heart's intention. This is about a choice. And number two, as I mentioned, because singing speaks of hope, joy, and expectation. It speaks of hope. You're in captivity, Israel. You're not where God designed you to be, but you're still to sing from that place because I've got great promises for you. You're carrying the shame and pain of where you are, but you're still called to sing from that place. You know, I was so aware, I was laughing with, 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 with Martin just earlier because, you know, I'm coming to talk about singing today. And, you know, under government guidelines, we can't even sing in this place. I'm like, Lord, give me a break. You want me to talk about singing? We can't even sing at church. We're singing from home. I don't know about you, but I'm there with my two kids, Abigail and Sophia, with my wife. And we, you know, come around the TV. I, I don't know where you live, but I'm a bit conscious because our walls are thin. It's like we can't just belt it out. A bit, a bit self-conscious. We're just trying to do our best. I'm aware that singing in this season, even in the natural, can be a bit tricky. But God is still calling us to sing from that place. In this room, we've got to make music in our hearts, amen? <laughs> we're doing everything here, like... We're moving, we're trying to do anything because we can't sing, but, but, uh, we, but it's the posture of our heart. And I was reminded from Acts 16, verse 24 to 25, and if you've been around church, you definitely would have heard these verses. I'm sure Paul and Silas, they were in, they were in captivity. It says, having received the order, he put them into the inner prison. Everyone say the inner prison. Inner prison. Not just any bit of the prison, the most secure part of the prison, the most the inner prison, the lockdown of the lockdown of the lockdown of the lockdown of the lockdown. Not only were they in the, in the inner prison, but their feet were in stocks. They were chained. So watch this. They were in the inner prison. Their feet were chained, and it was midnight. That's a, that's a triple whammy right there. So if anyone had an excuse, if we've got, we've got excuses to not sing, but they didn't bring a circumstantial praise. They didn't bring a situational praise. They brought a God-honoring praise with praying and singing hymns to God. They began to lift up their voices. And I, they, were, they were sitting down. Maybe you were sitting down today. Maybe you were doing something else while you're at home today. But I don't know if it's about how exuberant the praise of singing is. It's not about that. It's about what's going on in our hearts. So I want to say to you, I get it. Church from home, it's different. You may, be, you, you may be restricted in how much you can sing. But hey, listen, can I encourage you to still sing? It's not about how it feels. It's not about how it feels. It's about what God wants to do. Songs release joy and expectation. And I've come for your hope. I've come for your song today. You know, last year was obviously a crazy year. And, um, you know, for me personally, for many black people, it was a, it was a tough year with the murder of George Floyd. And um, for me personally, and for many others, brought up so much around the issue of racism and the reality of it. And it was a really painful time, church, if I'm honest. It was a, and, and still continues to be a journey as we see racism as the reality in our world today. And I was not in a great place. I just shared... With, uh, with our church, Heart Church, and tried to be open and vulnerable about my experience as a, as a black man in the UK, and just all kind of memories brought up and present realities. And I was just talking with our YA life group and um, just trying to be honest and trying to be real. Hey, who knows it's good to be honest and real, guys? So 
As Luke was saying in our life groups, this is not a time not to go to life group, guys. And if you're going, don't just sit there on Zoom and not say anything. Be open. We need each other. And I was wanting to model something. I didn't want to come on as a leader who everything, had everything sorted. It's like, no, I am hurting right now. That's the joy of community. We can be real as God's people together. And this young guy called Sam and just said, hey, listen, I just really feel that it's important for you to sing in this season. And I'd been reading my Bible and I'd, I'd been trying to connect with God. And there was just something about when he said that that just resonated. I did not feel like singing, guys. I didn't feel like it. But I made a choice just to start singing. There's a great album called Graves to Garden by Elevation. If you know it, you know. Great album. And there's a song called Graves to Gardens. And I, I just began to sing that song every day. And what happened in me, it's not like everything changed overnight, but what I started to do was realize that God is the one who can turn something that is so disgusting, so horrible, and bring something beautiful from it. Can I get an amen in the chat today? Can I get an amen in the chat today? And there's something about our song that is needed. And I want to say that hope is needed in this season. You are kingdom bringers. You are people, CLM, you are people who are supposed to bring the kingdom of God. You're people who are supposed to see the kingdom of God come. And I know it's hard, but that's why joy and your song is needed we are singing while we're working. And I want to say, don't keep joy. Don't keep joy on the shelf until the promise of God is fulfilled. Don't keep it on the shelf. Don't keep your song on the shelf until God comes through. I want to say, joy has a job to do right now. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. Your song has got a job to do. Your, jo your joy has a job to do in your apparent barrenness, in your stretching, in your waiting. Your song has a purpose. Yeah, the band, you can come and join me right now because we're going we're gonna to go into a song in a moment. But I want to encourage this church. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And I just had this as I was driving here today that, you know, it's time to brag on God in your singing. What are we magnifying? I know for me, I'm magnifying my problems. I'm thinking about my problems. I'm bragging on my problems. And it's time for me to stop bragging on my problems and start bragging on my God and start boasting in my God and start boasting in my Savior and start magnifying Him. Romans 15 verse 13, May the God of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in Him so that you may overflow with hope. I've come for hope today. You don't feel that hope. You don't feel like singing. But as you start to sing, something's going to happen. It was important. It's important to sing when you're in a barren place. That was the command of God. Before you start stretching, you've got to sing. Why? Because it's about getting rid of shame, getting rid of fear, and start experiencing the peace of God right where you are. It's time to sing. It's time for joy. It's time for hope. I've come for your hope today. I've come for your hope today. I'm winding some of you up. I'm winding some of you up. And that's my assignment today. Why? Because you're leaving, a, you're leaving a garment of shame today. We're not going into 2021 carrying it. We're exchanging it. For what? A garment of praise. That's the thing that shifts. 
a spirit of despair, a garment of praise. See, the Bible interprets the Bible. That's why God says, sing, O bound woman. Why? Because as you start singing, you start forgetting the shame of your youth. You start forgetting. You start, you're not putting the focus on the past. You're putting it on your Savior. It's time to sing. It's time for this church to sing. Number three, there is a song for your situation. Psalm 40 verse 3 says, He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what he has done and be amazed. They will put their trust in the Lord. All the way through the Psalms, church, there are different Psalms, songs for every situation. Songs for when you're on the mountaintop. Songs when you're in the valley. Songs when you're hurting. God, where are you? God, you're amazing. God, you've forgotten me. God, you've, you've remembered me. For every season of life, there is a song because God knows we need a soundtrack for our lives. We need a soundtrack for the season. I want to say there is a song for your situation and you need to find it. And you need to find it. You need to find what your song is and just sing it regardless. My song at the moment is a song called Champion by Maverick City in Upper Room. If you know, you know. It's amazing. I love Marianne when she gets to the bridge. She says, when I open up my mouth, miracles stop breaking out. I have sang that song and not believed it. But by the end, I'm like, you know what? I believe you, God. I start off the song one way and finish the song another way. I don't know what your song for the season is. If you ever hear me listening to Marvin sat praise him in advance. You know that I'm going for a tough time. That song comes out. If you know that song, it's amazing. Praise him in advance. That is what God is saying to us today. We're praising him in advance because the future of this church is off the scales. Of this community, you have no idea what God is wanting to do. You have no idea. You have no idea. What would it look like if we sang like we know how it ends. What would we do? We got, had a golf clap here today, that's all right. What would, it, what would it look like if we sang like we believed what we heard on Vision Sunday? That God is wanting to bring a shift. I know that there's some things that need to move. There's some things that need to move. So God says, okay, if you want to see it move, you've you got to start singing, declaring and putting your focus on me. And I felt to say to this church, kindly, where are the songs? Where are the songs? I believe God wants to do something in our songwriters in this church. Father, I pray, if you're a songwriter right now, you can put your hand up at your home. Or, Lord, I'm praying that you'll breathe on the songwriters, Lord. You'll breathe on the anointing, God. There's something about a song, Lord. And I'm praying, God, for for songs, praying for songs, praying for songs in this season, Lord. Church, I'm going to invite you to stand and we're going to put this into practice. I wonder what it would look like if we began to engage on Sunday in our homes. And I get it. Listen, I get it. This is not, if you saw my home, it's not like we're all super spiritual. We're looking at, we, we're commenting on what happened on life. It's, it's just real life. Breakfast, no, put the breakfast down. We're supposed to be worshiping. We've got all of that stuff. But I can remember making a decision like, 
hey, this is hard, but is God still worthy to be praised? Yeah, he is. Is the word of God still important? Yeah, it is. So even if I'm home, I can be distracted. It's time for me to sing. It's time for me to pray. Does it look like it does when I can't even hear myself? No, it doesn't look like that, but it's still important to sing. So church, I want to invite you. I want to invite all of you to stand, to stand. Come on, stand. And we're going to sing. Hey, singing is super spiritual, church. I'm believing that hope is going to be released into your situation. I'm going to believe that God is going to give you a song for your situation. Hey, what would it look like if we started paying attention to our playlists, what we intentionally listen to midweek to, to awake our God consciousness? I want to encourage you. I want to encourage us to sing. Come on, we're going to sing.